Hi, I'm Sam. And I'm Naisha. Welcome, Welcome to, to Breaking, Breaking Wind. Wind. We're going to start off with why we're doing this. Why are we doing this indeed? Well, well. actually, we're maybe explaining what we're doing, <laughs> which is watching uh, from the famous Twilight Saga, Breaking Dawn Part 1, which is the fourth film, um, once a week for as long as we can stand it, pretty much. Our aim is for 52 weeks, aka a year. Twilight. <laughs> What could go wrong? <laughs> Hello. Hi. Do you want the mic turned towards you or no? Um, <laughs> it's rather precariously balanced where it is. Um, I think I'm loud enough. I think, yeah. I think we'll be fine, thanks. Oh, that's funny. Um, so this episode, we watch the film again, but what we're going to do is mainly talk about the director's commentary, which we watched when we were on the plane. Yeah. So we told you that before. We were watching it the same number of times, but we just were like, we're going to circle back to the director's commentary. Yeah, it was a bit too much to talk about with Rio and the commentary in one go. Yeah, we want you guys to get the best experience possible. <laughs> High quality podcast. We think of everything. We really do. So when... So we took my dinosaur laptop, as we said, and took it on the plane. Lovely BA. Oh. No, that's not. I can't. <laughs> Don't I can't get me even. started. I can't even. <laughs> we'll talk about that in a sec. <laughs> um, so when, when we got on the plane, watched a couple of movies, putting it off as long as possible. And then we were like, right, we have to do it now. My laptop was um, fully charged, but it's a bit of a dinosaur. <laughs> and it wouldn't really fit on the seats, like on the t- tray tables, because it was so big. <laughs> I think we talked about, I don't know if we talked about this in the last episode, yeah. but it bears, it's worth repeating. Yeah. And then, so I had to kind of have it on the armrest on the aisle, but I had to make sure I moved it away from the cabin crew, like when they're walking past, and also <laughs> knock it. hide it, because it was embarrassing that we were watching that. <laughs> All these movies, so embarrassing. Anyway, um, but we, as soon as, honestly, I'm not kidding. It was the second the you pressed second play. The second I pressed play, horrible turbulence hit. <laughs> It hadn't hit yet, and it was, it was, I mean, it was fake. Yeah, it began instantly. Um, And then we had to, we got to about an hour in, maybe, no, a bit longer, about an hour and 15, Mm. and then my battery went running low, (laughs) as if it was trying to save us from watching the film. (laughs) And then I was like, okay, well, we've got a little bit more juice in it, we'll just keep watching it. And then I accidentally pressed a mysterious button, (laughs) and it started playing in times two speed, but I couldn't fix it. it. I I even closed it, opened the DVD again, and it just wouldn't, it wouldn't go back to normal until I like, so we just had to turn it off. And we had to watch it later when we were actually in Rio to finish the film. It was unbelievable. It was like the universe telling us, like, don't watch this Yeah, don't waste film. your time when you've got all these movies to hand. So many movies. Um, oh, man. Yeah. It was so good. Oh. So, there's so much to talk. The director's commentary, actually, was very interesting. I was hoping it wouldn't just be Bill and his own, because it's usually more interesting when they have a conversation with someone else. Yeah. But he gave a lot of very useful insights. A lot of so, stuff we'd missed as well. Yeah, that's true. I'll start at the very opening shot, which is Taylor coming out of the his house. Taylor Lautner, for anyone who's Taylor Lautner. Lautner. <laughs> Taylor Lautner. 
um, removing his shirt and running off into the rain. And the director, Bill Condon, he said this is the only time that Taylor takes his shirt off in the entire film, which I was very surprised to hear. Yeah. Because I kind of imagine him as shirtless always, but mm. he's actually not. No. And, um, and he said that the scene was supposed to symbolise him growing into manhood. I was like, what? <laughs> in what um, way? I'm sorry. Bill is just trying to justify having no context top taking off. Yeah. <laughs> that, the, the it's tweet, like, we need to get the tweens The tweens won it, and he was trying to think of a clever way to say this is why he had his top off. Unbelievable. Um, yeah, so I have a lot of notes. Um, you have like four pages. I have about four pages. A lot of it is indecisible. <laughs> no, what's the Indecipherable. <laughs> Indecisive, maybe. <laughs> Indecisible. Indecisible. <laughs> well, I just made up a word, so I don't care. Um, so, oh yeah. So he, in one, so there's a few things where he was explaining stuff and I was like, wow. I did not get that before. <laughs> so, for instance, when um, uh, Bella has this dream just before the wedding mm. that um, she's walking down the altar and meets Edward at the altar, all her friends and family are there, and then suddenly they're all bodies piled up and, like, Edward has blood on his mouth and, and like, they're all dead. I thought that that was her dreaming just about Edward's behaviour because she just heard about him killing loads of people yeah. in his past. But Bill said that Bella's also imagining that she's going to be the killer. So they're both vampires. So they're the both scene. vampires. But it's not clear enough. It's really not. She looks terrified of Edward. Yeah. And, and she, she needs, like, blood on her mouth or something to indicate that she's helped. Yeah. Like, she has blood on her hands, but I was just like, oh, that's just because, like, ah, there's blood Edward's everywhere. Edward's covered with blood, yeah. Yeah, so... Not clear at all. Not clear enough. Yeah. Need it laid out on a platter. Thank you. <laughs> spelled out really clearly thank you bill yeah um i've got some some fun facts um which i'm just gonna list off quickly so the cullen's house um in every film before this one apparently was not like an actual thing like i think they did some shots externally of a real house but everything inside was just like set that they built up Mm -hmm. separately for this film they built the actual house and it cost over a million dollars to build if there's ever a waste of money that is one you could there's so many houses in the world afterwards surely surely you would think and i hope they gave the money to a good cause yeah (laughs) what a waste um so some other facts all the he said the producers and screenwriters were all guests at the wedding oh lovely because we knew we knew stephanie was but we didn't know that everyone else was and um lizzie pattinson who is rob's sister oh yeah his real life sister sings one of the songs. It's the song when they're driving off to their honeymoon. Yeah, right. So <laughs> we were we were discussing this, and when we watched it today, I was like, so she just goes, <laughs> there's no lyrics. <laughs> no, so she just makes wolf sounds. Yeah, she just makes wolf okay, sounds to yeah. a backing track. Okay, I could do that, but yeah. okay, it's cool that she's in it. Cool, cool. Yeah. Um, final one. Vera Wang, unsurprisingly, was not the designer of the wedding dress. Oh. It's someone called Carolina Herrera, so I just thought we'd give her a shout out. Good. I have no idea who you are, but great, great design. Well done. Good job. Yeah. Very good job. Um, 
Oh my goodness, so I've just realised something. So we realised something today which is very exciting in the watch. Mm-hmm. Um, which is that one of the main shots in the film of Rio, one of only about three, yeah. is arches, okay? And we, when we went to Rio, we went to Lapa, mm-hmm. which is like super like fun, like party town. Yeah. Just, just like fairly near the centre of Rio. And as we were watching the film today, what did we see? We saw a bar that we had been to. Where they have the street party, where Baron Right, where they have the street party. They're right next to the bar where we went in and watched Sam- live, live Samba. Live Samba, and then came out and went to a street party. But we were discussing as we were like screaming at the TV today <laughs> when we saw this, and we were like, Lapa, that's where we were. Oh my God, that's the bar where we were. Um, we we were like, oh, we had no idea like that that was... Like, we didn't make the link. We didn't know it was Lapa. Yeah. I've just looked in my notes from the director's commentary. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> and it says, Lapa, neighbourhood downtown, not so touristy. So it was in my notes the whole time. Subconsciously. Subconsciously. But actually, well, a couple of people had recommended that we go to Lapa. Oh, yeah, yeah. It was like we were going to go, but it's just the fact that it's funny it's that there I wrote in your it notes. <laughs> And then now we've come back and we're like, what? I can't believe they're in Lapa. <laughs> it was it right here. <laughs> Should have known. And also, it's definitely pretty touristy now. It's gone like, it's very cool, but it's kind of like... I think, yeah, locals go there as well, but there's definitely yeah. like a 50-50 mix of yeah. people. But it was fun. We did actually go to a We did actually party. go to a street party. It was amazing. It was so cool. Um, yeah. Um, something super embarrassing. Bill told us that, um, I'm just going to refer to him as Bill. Just get on board. He's the director of the film. It's Bill. Okay. Bill told us that Kristen Stewart is the ultimate twi-hard. Oh, how embarrassing. That is really embarrassing. If you're like a massive fan of a character and then you end up playing, I mean, it must be amazing for her that she ended up playing that character. Yeah. But also like, ooh. It's a bit super fan, isn't it? It's yeah. Weird. It's a bit weird. It's very... I mean, um, I want to talk about Bill and Kristen a Can bit more. Can we please? But I think I think first we should do the food segment. Oh, and then, yes. And then we'll circle back. Great, right, let's, let's do the food segment. Circle back, new catchphrase. <laughs> <laughs> what is that in your mouth? What are you... few things to say (laughs) (laughs) so um one on the wednesday of the holiday Mm -hmm. i was like oh should we fancy some like just juicy meat you know just like proper brazilian juicy meat food and then (laughs) food beet food (laughs) Um, because i had dragged her to a couple of vegan places because as you can imagine rio is not the best for (laughs) v and sam is very good she will she will come along sam sam is a sweet angel um, so we went to a steakhouse. <laughs> <laughs> Just thinking about it, it And then we went in, and um, you know, <laughs> the tradition of like Brazilian meat on a stick. 
So I went, came in, sat down, and this guy came over with a skewer with sausages. He said, I, I'm not sure what the word was, but, you know, sausage. I was like, oh, yeah, like, welcome. Yeah, thank you very much. The welcome sausage. The welcome like, sausage. Oh, lovely. Welcome it's like sausage. the equivalent of a basket of bread. Yeah. <laughs> Do you like a welcome sausage? Oh, yeah, I'd love a welcome sausage. Thank you so much. That's yummy. It was the yummy welcome sausage. Yeah, you loved it, didn't you? Um, not free, though. No, they, char- <laughs> they charged us. And I was like, come give me a sausage and then charge me for it without oh without my permission I was just like I didn't I didn't I didn't know that I was paying for this <laughs> so then oh. he turns to me and tries to give me one as well and I had specifically learned in Portuguese the phrase I am a vegan so I was like mm, uh, no thank you eu sou vegano and he sort of chuckled and then was like no but really do you want a sausage <laughs> I was like no I don't want a sausage thank you so then he left <laughs> and then we ordered the food so I ordered um Beef de chorizo, which is chorizo steak. <laughs> but there was no chorizo. No chorizo there was no chorizo, but it was a huge, big-ass steak. Oh, but it was like two inches deep and eight inches wide. <laughs> but before I got that big-ass oh, steak, man. they brought they brought over your vegetables, which, bless you. Yeah, which also, when I ordered, he was like, some carne? Like, you don't want any meat? <laughs> like, no, just the veg. <laughs> don't you get it? So then, so then he brought that over. And then he brought two slabs of dry-ass chicken, <laughs> no sauce, and put one on my plate, tried to put one on your plate, you were like, no, vegano. And then I was like, and he went, bon appetit, and decided to walk away, and I was like, this is the welcome chicken, I don't understand. This is, this is like the appetizer before my steak. Appetizer before my steak. I was just so confused, and then I was like, oh, and then we eventually like managed to say, like, I don't want the chicken, <laughs> I, I ordered a steak. steak. But then he, like, got another plate, but rather than, like, just taking the chicken off and then, like, just taking the chicken away, he, like, brought a whole new plate, like, poured the vegetables, like, carefully Scraped them all onto, onto the, new, onto the new plate. <laughs> oh, bless him. Bless his heart. He was, he was, he had a really sweet face. Was he was just a bit clueless. I feel like they were like, oh, just let him, just let him, just let him try tonight. Just let him, just let him let do Jeremy what he up. Let, let Jeremy just out. Just tonight. Just tonight, like it's always very friendly, it's harmless. Oh man, um, it's hilarious. Yeah, so that was really funny. Um, it was very good though. So we also almost got scammed by a couple on the street. Oh my god! <laughs> we just went for a nice walk one day, and we turned the corner, and this couple are snogging each other's faces off. But like movie style, in the middle of the park. Yeah. Like you know, one like, leg up. Super full on. Like wasn't really it? full on, like. Yeah. So Sam nudges me and she's like, ugh, look at them. Yeah, I was like, ugh. <laughs> anyway, we get to walking past them and the guy starts talking to us and we're like, sorry. Holding what? our bags. Yeah, sorry, sorry, what are you saying? And then the girl realised that we're English and starts speaking to us. She said, oh, we're selling chocolates for our, um, to raise money for our wedding. I was like, oh, you are, are you? Oh, really? That's really? so sweet. So basically, they picked the wrong sucker. I'm not a sucker, thank you very much. You mess. You you chose the cold-hearted, doesn't believe in this bullshit display yes. of affection. Oh, thank you, you very go. much. Oh, keep walking. Keep walking. I'm not, I ain't bunch. I ain't buying shit from you. I want your fucking chocolates. Such a show, wasn't it? But we so afterwards we were. We pondered I, it the whole way we home. We pondered it the whole way home. I'm 100% certain it's a scam to then pickpocket you. Like, they saw us and started snogging, so they yeah. would be like, oh, 
uh-huh. I'm so genuine. Yeah, I, I'm convinced it's a scam. I mean, they could be truly in love, you but... Could, how much money are you going to raise from selling chocolates on the street <laughs> to strangers? But it's such, it's such a, like, not an economical thing to sell either. Not like, it's all. quite expensive to make chocolate. <laughs> and also, it's hot in Brazil. You have to <laughs> just cart it round. <laughs> terrible idea. Just here's some melted mush. Like, ah, <laughs> oh, but awful. yeah. And last part of the food segment, mm-hmm. we went to a very nice, very nice restaurant that you found yeah. on Copacabana, oh, and um, the waiter was like, "You ordered two, two starters." Well, I ordered two things that were listed as snacks on the menu, so I was yeah. like, "Well, I'll have two snacks, and that should make up a meal." It made up the price of a of like yeah. a full meal, didn't it? And he was like, "Are you sure? It's a lot of food." <laughs> it was it's like, like, "It's like this big. They're meant to be for two people." So like, we've called them snacks, so. <laughs> Bring, bring me. Yeah, I'm gonna have one snack. So obviously we finished it. I helped you with the last bit. Oh, it was a bit of a struggle to be fair. He came over after he'd served us and was like, "Is it too much?" And I was like, "No, no, no, no! I'll finish it. No. Don't you worry. I'm enjoying it very much." But I was like, I shoved down as much as I could. I was like, "Don't worry, we are not leaving here until that plate is clean <laughs> because we are proving <laughs> him wrong." We've got something to prove now. So finished it. Um, they even they had to push an extra <laughs> table next to ours so they could fit all the food on because yeah. the table was too small. And then we took a bow. He, um, no, he he bowed no, to us. Yeah, a little bow. We bowed to each other. Yeah, well, very, yeah, we bowed. Very, was, we bowed to each other. But yeah. his, his respect levels went through the roof yeah. when he saw those plates were empty. And I was basically like, "Look, have you not met the Hoover Sam?" <laughs> <laughs> this is my favorite thing that you've ever said. <laughs> the Hoover Sam. The Hoover Sam. It works on so many levels. Look, if you're going to go and visit the Grand Canyon, make sure you stop off at the Hoover Sand on the way back. <laughs> it's unbelievable. <laughs> it's a marvel in nature. <laughs> no, wait. It's one of the one. man-made wonders of the world. <laughs> what did I say? Nature. Oh, you know what I mean. <laughs> one of the te- technological... I'm a, I'm a machine, basically. She's a machine. <laughs> I'm an eating machine. Um, so, yeah, that was <sighs> really fun. Brilliant. I'm, I'm just so <laughs> pleased that we managed to do that. Yeah. What's this got to do with Twilight? Nothing. Oh, good. <laughs> well, we were in Rio. It's oh, all yeah. about Twilight. It's all into Twilight. The whole trip was about Twilight. <laughs> oh, my God, yeah. We talked about it constantly. Which, you know, we're just always working. Always working. Oh, so circling back. Back to uh, Kristen. He loves her. He's in. Bill is in love with Kristen. It's embarrassing. Yeah. I, I mean, feel sorry for his wife. I love Bill, but it was... I mean, he was... He bangs on about her so much. Talks, oh, Kristen's so funny. Kristen did this. Kristen's a great oh, cook. Kristen. She's such a talented actress. This one time I went to her house and she cooked dinner for me. Oh, and one time Kristen did this really funny thing where she had her dummy double that they use for some of the scenes and she got in a fake fist fight with it. Oh, oh my God. God. Oh, she's so cool, yeah. He, like, compared her to Jackie Kennedy at one point. <laughs> I was like, don't you... <laughs> Don't you bloody try and do that. What are you talking about? She is no Jackie Kennedy. Oh my gosh. He Mm. said some really gross things about her though. Like she um, gets really raunchy with Rob when he touches her on set. I was like, no one wants to hear that. That's horrible. Come on, guys. Um, (laughs) Also, oh, just turn in there. Um, I did not realise or I didn't appreciate when they show the CGI of the venom going through her body. Um, <laughs> Bill was like, and then we had the, the the shot where they show the last drop of her blood being covered with the venom. Oh and I yeah, was like, but it's also an orchid, so it is confusing. Yeah, but I was like, oh, 
did not know that. <laughs> did not. Just like an artistic shot. I <laughs> just thought it was a, just a big pile of red or something. <laughs> looked very pretty. I don't know. I love that you didn't realise. It's so good. I mean, it's, that was quite clever, really, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Um, oh, we love Carter Burwell, the oh, music. Oh, yeah. He person. created all the music. He's amazing. He's such yeah. a phenomenon in this movie. Um, Melissa... Rosenberg, I've yeah. just made that name up, but don't yeah, know if that's her name. She is. Screenplay, she has a lot to answer for. Yeah. Terrible job. Sorry. So terrible that didn't um, Taylor Lautner and Rob challenge some of the lines. Yeah. Apparently they were reading the script and they're like, mm, I don't think my character would say this. <laughs> <laughs> Even apparently, um, Rob like discussed the flashback idea, like the basically the best part of the movie at the beginning, where yeah. he went on a murder spree in the thirties and tells Bella about how he killed loads of people. That was apparently his idea because he was like, in all these movies, I'm struggling with this like terrible past, but you never hear about it, so maybe we could put that in. <laughs> <laughs> maybe that would be good. Mm-hmm. Um, Taylor Lautner really like did method acting and just hung out with some wolves at the zoo. <laughs> that is one of the best things I heard about him. That's so good. So funny. And also, speaking of wolves, because he was like, um, the horrible wolf fight at the end, which we hate because the stakes are so low. Yeah. There's a reason the stakes are so low. He was like, oh, we just added this in um, to add some external te- tension into the story because it didn't exist in the books. Like, What does exist well, in the books? <laughs> yeah, it's kind of crap. <laughs> it looks really out of place. So bad. Oh, and my favourite bit in the whole movie um, Michael Sheen's line where he says first the spelling then the grammar yeah Michael Sheen wrote that line he improved it so like the the two best bits in the movie that yeah, actors nothing to do with the screenplay carried them through so funny I love that he made that line up also I don't so I can't remember if we discussed this if we discussed this in the last one but I didn't fully understand that I didn't understand that either that line no I didn't no. I didn't get it at all because we were like what's the grammar what's the grammar in the note like, like he said that her spelling was wrong of Carla but we were like what's the grammar error and now we figured it out that he means that if you don't kill her now like for, first the spelling goes and the then next thing <laughs> that she'll get wrong is the grammar will be the grammar so, so best to get rid of her because once the grammar's gone there's no hope <laughs> Which is brilliant. It's genius. Oh, he's, inspired. He's so intelligent. I'd love to. I'd love to meet him. I think he's oh. one of the only people in the world I'd be truly starstruck to meet. He's so good, especially after this. We've like obsessed about him forty <laughs> yeah. times. She. There's no other actor or actress that I've watched as many times in one. Yeah. Well, I've never watched anything as many times as this. So, which is horrible. So that's it. I guess the only thing the equivalent would be like TV series I've watched certain like friends mm. those oh, people I've watched friends, yeah. I've watched them you've thousands probably, you've of definitely times. watched them more yeah yeah but um but not a movie not a movie no movies oh this is honestly the worst um one of my favorite things also that Bill said was um when they're doing the sex scene on the honeymoon oh <laughs> and oh. he's like oh we had to cut out some of the scenes here because it was rated like 12 and we wanted yeah. it to be PG or something or it was like we didn't want it to be rated R or like. Oh yeah, they like they that. got some rating that they didn't want, so they had to they had to cut some scenes. So he was like, "So this bit's cut." Um, you can see what he's doing down there. You know what he's doing down there, but we're not showing what he's doing down there. Oh <laughs> I was my like, god! Mm, nice. Oh. So um, I 
I've several times said my annoyance at the fact that when Bella and Edward are having this difficult time because she's pregnant and he's like for they say the first year of marriage is always the hardest and I always go what it's supposed to be the easiest year I don't understand I don't get it I don't get it but um Bill said that this whole movie is about adjustments to the first year of marriage it's not at all. What are you That's talking not what about? It's, about? it's not an adjustment to have a demon baby growing inside you. It's not to do with the marriage. It's not an adjustment to have a vampire as a husband it's and just... have to say goodbye to all of your family and friends because you're going to become a vampire yourself. It's nothing to do with general marriage. It's not at all. Like, oh. The marriage is just like a circumstance. Yeah, the it's marriage like... has nothing to do with any of this. <laughs> it's so stupid. Oh. Oh, it's so stupid. Yeah. On that note. Yeah, we'll leave you with that. <laughs> Brilliant. <sighs> See you next week, maybe, if you want to come back. <laughs> Thanks for listening, guys. If you want to get in touch with us, you can email windbreaking at yahoo.com. Yahoo, of course. Mm-hmm. Or you can follow us on Twitter at wind underscore breaking. Or you can follow our Instagram at wind underscore breaking. Thanks, guys. Bye.